Today we are talking about spooky stuff, mm-hmm. ghosts and things. I'm here with Kelly. And it's going to be extra spooky because we didn't do our throat cleary and like sniffly thing beforehand that we usually do. Oh, that's right. I didn't clear myself out. It's Great. okay. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be scarier that way. And we're supposed to have Nikki with us today, but one of her pale children of the damn children got sick. Mm-hmm. So she's not here with us, unfortunately. So it's just me and you, just me um okay so wait are you will or are are you which which one was that Jaden? for what that song just the two of us he he did that song with one of his kids oh i don't even remember okay well then i get to be will (laughs) okay fine i'll be the weird one i'll be Jaden. so um we're gonna talk about some we're gonna start with some ghosts um, now, Kelly doesn't believe in ghosts or anything at all. Yeah, I don't believe in any. I don't even believe that I exist. Right, she doesn't believe in any. She believes in nothing. We I are did not even find here. out recently from my Uncle Danny that I am the fourth generation of person who doesn't believe in anything in my family. Oh, okay. My great-grandpa, my grandpa, my dad, nobody believes in shit. Awesome, and that's fine. Um, I don't... It's kind of, this would be kind of fun to explain. So, like, I'm an atheist, so I don't really believe in much either. I believe in science, what I can be, you know, what someone can prove to me. So, I don't really believe in much either. But I can tell you that I've had some weird fucking experiences with stuff. So, I can only tell you, I can only speak to the things that are weird shit that's happened to me. And people can kind of decide for themselves mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I- love to believe in ghosts i think it would be a lot of fun and i wish my world was that magical (laughs) um it just never seems like the best explanation but i do love watching uh ghost adventures oh god with dildo baggins yeah i have like a mild obsession with zach baggins i'd love to be his neighbor um (laughs) Like, I'd, I'd like to read a comic strip about him, like, bothering girls in an apartment building that he lived in and getting scared at stuff that's not real ghosts because I think that's what he does on the show. I think so, too. Doesn't he do a lot of, come at me, bro. Come yeah, on, man. like, he'll take off his shirt and bully the ghosts. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, if you've not seen Ghost Adventures, you should give yourself a little treat. And I watch have not that. Seen, I have not watched it ever. He also has a couple books. Okay. Available at Barnes and Noble. Um, so for me, the things that I've encountered, um, it's nothing like Hollywood portrays. Like I've never like no scary ghosts have come running at me out of the shadows and no dolls have come to life. Wasn't like Beetlejuice. No, it wasn't I wish it was like Beetlejuice. That would be really great. That would be awesome. I've never had anything happen like that. But like so like, you know, people's bodies and everything, we're all made up of like energy and our brain is like, you know, sends you know, fires off electricity to our nerves and yada yada yada. So I think that we're just like a ball of like energy of sorts. And I think that when someone dies, sometimes I think that weird energy creepy juju can be left around. And that's, and that's another reason I don't buy antiques, because I don't want creepy juju in my house. I'm like, I don't want grandma's old vase to have some creepiness to it. I don't want it to wake up and it's like in different parts of my house in the morning. Like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So, now, here's, here's kind of the things that I can tell you that have happened to me, and then you can, people can, you know, decide for themselves. So, I've done some amateur ghost hunting in my time. <laughs> I've done it with some friends, and um, I can tell you that weird things did happen in the supposed haunted places that I haven't experienced outside haunted places before, really. So it's like, well, this is happening here, so there must be some sort of weird thing to it. Um, So I went to this old Russian church, it's like a nice auntie, and I went with Rochelle. It was, like, built in, like, 1886 or something. And um, I was taking pictures, and 
ghosts are supposedly known to like drain batteries. I'm sure you've seen that on Dildo Baggins show. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, <laughs> if he ever hears this, he's going to be mad I'm calling him Dildo Baggins. But he'll never hear it because only five he's Zach, people. Zach, spelled Z-A-K. <laughs> Whatever. Zach pronounced, and when you spell it out, Dildo. So, um, so I was out there with my camera and, you know, snapping pictures and my camera would suddenly wasn't like working like it normally does. I mean, I've been a photographer for 14 plus years and I know how my camera works and I was out there snap and it was like, I'd push the button and it wouldn't snap. And when it did, it was like a really long time and it set on the settings I always use. So I didn't like accidentally switch it to a weird aperture or anything like that. And so I was like, okay. And then I had to like, it, then it stopped working and I had to switch the battery. And I was like, alrighty. And I also was out there and I caught, you know, orbs. So, you know, they talk about that, which I don't ever catch orbs in any of my other photos that I take all the time, mm-hmm. outside, anywhere. Like I never see orbs, only when I've been in those scary situations in like haunted places, my camera not working and stuff. So that's the only thing I can say that... You know, I was there. Weird stuff happened. When I'm not, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's what I can tell you. And then, <laughs> so when I was with Rochelle one night, all of a sudden from the woods, because there's woods right by this church, this, like, scream came out of the woods. And it kind of started off a little low and got really high-pitched. And we, I, we screamed and we ran into the car. And I don't know what it was. I've done photos in many woods before. I've never heard this. It could be a weird animal. I, I don't know. I've never heard it before. And I've never heard it since. And we jumped in the car and we're, get, we're going in the back door was ajar. Like the light came on and it said back door ajar. And we didn't use the back doors. We didn't open them up. We didn't have anything back there. So then Rochelle had to get out of the car and go shut it. She's like, I'm going to, like, I'm like, what are you doing? Don't go back there. But she's like, no, I got to shut the door. Like, don't let it in. And that, so, that's the weird shit that happened to me when I was And there. she only says Hodor from now on. Like, that's all she said. Ever since then, she's like, Hodor, Hodor. <laughs> it was freaky, though. Like, we had to come home and eat pizza and watch Will and Grace so we could forget about it. Mm. We're like, we need to cleanse ourselves. So wipe the slate clean. So, I mean, that was creepy. Like, I don't know what that was. I have no idea. Do I? Mm-hmm. Do we need to go amateur ghost hunting? Oh, I've gone. And you never I, seen anything or heard anything. No, my amateur ghost hunting story is a uh, like I went on a ghost hunting tour um, a few years ago around Halloween time, just along like Saint Anthony, mm-hmm. like along the river in Minneapolis, and there's all those old like mill buildings. And it goes through there, and, you know, it's, like, Renaissance Festival nerds who work there. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they give you that thing that's supposed to measure, like, magnetic force and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's, like, a, got a little digital display and stuff. But I have a magnet in my hand, and there's a little metal screw on the back. And every time I touched it, it would spike, and the little light would come on. And they'd all be like, ooh, you're, you are really, like, connecting right now. And I tried to explain to them, oh, no, it's just my finger. I'm, like, touching the back of this. And they're like, oh, no, that shouldn't do anything. I'm like, but there's a magnet in it. And they just, like, weren't hearing me. So, and I could make it turn on just by touching that screw. So I just, you know, I'd just be, like, sitting there poking it, watching the light go on and off. And they're like, oh, my God, you you are really connected to the spirit world. <laughs> and you're like, no, it's a, I ha- but it's a magnet. <laughs> yeah, and they weren't hearing that. Like, you know, they they wanted to, you know, they're the kind of people who believe in, like, astrology and crystals, I think. Because <laughs> I was just like, oh, no, it's a magnet. It's science. It's, was like, inside my fingers. group that you fingers. went with? Like, I feel like you need to go with just, like, you and, like, one other person or two other people. Yeah, you know, I, it was, like, a paid tour yeah. where I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go on this. No, we should go one of these nights. So you can actually like see, and I can show you what happens when we're out there and how it never happened. Because you've been in many pictures with mm-hmm. me, so you'd be able to, I'd be like, see, my camera isn't working. Mm-hmm. So you'd be actually be able to see it. I have had something not work, but I don't think it was ghosts. When I went to Standing Rock, mm-hmm. um, there's only one hill there that um, there was any phone service on because it's in this little valley. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like a, 
a dip in the land where cell towers aren't going to reach you. Um, but there's one hill that was at camp where, you know, all the media tents were set up and stuff. And if you wanted to send something from your phone, you go up there. But the second you tried to like connect out, like if I was trying to post to Facebook or something, um, and like transmit any sort of anything, your shit would just turn off. Like the battery was dead. Mm -hmm. Um, like that happened with Lars's like the 360 camera you hold on a stick that has like a Wi-Fi connection so you could you know do live streaming it happened to everybody's phones like you'd be standing on a hill and there's like eight people trying to call their mom or something and it'd just be like phone off phone off phone off phone off um do you think it was the spirits I don't think it was the spirits (laughs) um it came out pretty recently that the security companies, like private security companies um, that Enbridge hired, were using illegal electromagnetic pulses, which would make it do that. But that's also why you didn't get much news out of Standing mm-hmm. Rock, like actual footage and stuff, because the same thing was happening to like reporters. And yeah, stuff. that's what I was figuring. So, I'm like, I bet it was something. <laughs> there's nothing scarier than the government and oil. No, companies. so that still doesn't. That's Horror still story. Not, it's still not what i'm talking about. it's a scary story it's still like no you have to come with me so here's some other stuff i had um i've had it where i've been at home and heard my parents but they weren't home mm-hmm. i was like oh one of my parents doing home and i go there and there's nobody in the fucking house and my parents don't have a haunted house or anything but just some weird shit that would happen um so my dad's uncle died this was years ago and we I think they they lived in Iowa. They had a bar out there. And we went out there for the funeral. And everybody was up at the bar except my brother and I were, he was like three. And we were upstairs and, you know, we were laying down for the night. And I heard someone come in wearing boots. And my dad's uncle always wore boots. Walking around downstairs and the dog, you know, little feet after it. And I was like, oh, oh, they must be home. So I went down there and nobody was in the fucking house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm. so I called the, I'm like, mom, ghost walking around, give me all this creepy fucking house. It was a creepy house anyways. And plus hearing like, you know, someone walking around downstairs and nobody was home was creepy. And then, um, when we were, when I was little, we lived in Blaine on this new townhouse development. And at night I would go lay, lay down to go to sleep and I could hear farm animals. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, there must be a farm somewhere. And I asked my dad and he's like, mm, that I know of. It's not super built out there, built up out there even still. And I was like, well, I hear animals at night. And my parents are just like, oh, that's weird. Like, no, I don't know if there's any around here. And then um, they were digging up another area to put some more townhouses on. And I found, like, skulls. and stuff. Ghost cows? I found ghost cows. <laughs> no, I found, like, you know, like the face of, like, you know, just the front part of the skull. And I found, like, all these bones. And I was like, what is all this stuff? And I picked a bunch of them up, and there's this old guy sitting out that, like, you know, he's always sitting out on his rocker chair. Hey, hey everybody, <laughs> like, waving. And I was like, I found all these. And what? he was a ghost? And he was a ghost. <laughs> and he was like, oh, this used to be a farm. And I was like, I can hear them at night. So that was kind of creepy. I well, them. mooing does, for some reason, like, the acoustics of a moo mm-hmm. can carry for a very long time. Well, that may be true. Not like years, but like distance, (laughs) I guess. No, but that may be true. A moo goes on for 50 years. It reverberates. It's like like getting light into space. Yeah. Like a million years from now, the moo came. All all the moos we've heard today are from cows that are already dead. But like, you know, I I lived in St. Francis with my parents, and there's farms around there, and I didn't ever hear animals at night. But I could hear mm. this. I could particularly hear these animals at night. And it was weird. And there's no farm around us. So I'm just saying, heard some weird mooing. When I lived at the old house, you remember my creepy old house? Yes. Um, you know, I heard weird noises, like, all the time. But I had cats, so I would just be like, it's cat. Go mm. back to sleep. Sure. Are you That That was... Kelly break... <laughs> what was that? Oh, my God. <laughs> bro. 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 Come at me, bro. Dude. Dude, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you get that? (laughs) That was Kelly playing with my uh, lens cap, and she dropped it. I dropped it. It wasn't. It was was not a ghost. It was not. We debunked that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
And, you know, so it could have been haunted and I was just blaming it on the cats. It could have been. Because I had a lot of cats there. Yes, you did. And I had, you know, my gigantic dog there. So really, like, it could have been anything. It could have been, but I feel like, you know, when I go to, sometimes I go into places that I'm known to have things happen. Or, or I don't know anything has happened, and I get, like, weird. I'm like, this place weirds me out. I get some weird energy in this place. It's kind of creepy. I don't know why. And then, you know, I leave, and then I'm like, oh, I'm better. I went to some weird haunted hotels last Halloween in San Antonio mm-hmm. that are supposed to be, like, famously haunted. We didn't see anything. You didn't feel there. anything? No. No. <laughs> no. I, I liked to... all the old couches, though. They had these beautiful antique couches. I used to have a lot of weird things happen when I was a kid, but not too much anymore. I think I've shut my mind off to that. I'm like, I'm too old for that now. When I was a kid, and my dad will, like, attest to this, and he's the one who told me about this, and I do, like, vaguely remember he used to ask me a lot to guess what number he was thinking. Mm-hmm. And according to him, until I was, like, seven, I could always do it. What number am I thinking? I don't know. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) See? She doesn't want to play the games. Well, he said after a certain age, it never worked anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like 100% accuracy, and then it was gone. So apparently, only children have psychic powers. Yeah, I mean... According to my dad. Yeah, as a kid, a lot of weird things I would hear, like, things would happen. But um, I would, like, run randomly from rooms, because I would be really scared. All of a sudden, and like run away. Mm-hmm. That happened up until like every once in a great while, I'll still get that. But I'm like, I'm not running. I'm too old mm-hmm. now. I'm not gonna run. I'm just gonna casually, briskly walk quickly up the stairs and be done with it. Yeah. See, I think I get like weird feelings, but I think that's just me. And I'm just like, meh. This is nothing. I'm just staying here. You're you're blocking <laughs> the spookies. You don't wanna. You don't wanna let it in. Don't let it in. Like, sometimes I'd, like, hear a noise at night when I lived in my old house, Mm because there were a lot of, like, weird night noises there. It was just the spookies. They were trying to, like, hey, we're here. And, uh, you know, I'd, like, hear something, be scared, and be like, oh, my God, there's someone in the house. And then I'd be like, well, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it anyway. Might as well go back to sleep. (laughs) So I would just, like, you know, like, open my eyes for a second and be like, nah, fuck it. We're... If somebody's in the house, we're all going to die anyway. So. I don't have it that way. I hear a noise and I'm like, <gasps> crack, we're going to die right now. I'm so scared right now. I, I'm, I get parent, I get paranoid. I get creeped out. But not because I think a ghost is here, but because I think some creepy dude is going to come in here and stab me to death. Ooh, I don't I just burped. think me. that anymore. Um, but you know. After my last breakup, I thought that person might come in and stab me to death because they did say to me, you have to sleep sometime, which turned out not to be true for a while because I did not have to. Uh, <laughs> I can stay not, up forever. Not after being told that. No, you don't. Um, <laughs> you know, when I found out, you don't have to. You right? never have to sleep now. Nope. You're wide awake. Well, we should go on a creepy ghost hunt some Sunday night and then we can... Oh, yeah, like... I go. Like, I'm open to it. It's just like... You know, too rational. I ruin it for myself. Right. And, you know, and that's, you know, people, some people don't. I, I mean, I can only tell you I've seen some creepy stuff and had some creepy stuff. But until you experience it yourself, then you, it's hard to like. And you probably have. And you're just like, eh, that's nothing. It's probably just the wind. <laughs> right. Or it's like, it's a cat. I, there's so many cats here. I'm sure they knocked something over. <laughs> no, it was the spookies. So there are, well, we're on the subject of spooky stuff. There's some haunted places in Minnesota we should talk. Minnesota. We mm-hmm. should talk about it. Maybe some people want to go see it. Well, don't go on the haunted tour on St. Anthony because it sucks. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it was very fun. I mean, it was, it was fun to, you know, play with the thing. I played with the dowsing rods, but I was just like swinging them around. Um, yeah, I wish I had some of the. They give you stuff. tools to play with. I wish I had some of those. Um, but it just wasn't good otherwise. I think that would be really fun. I'm opening up my thing here. My thing. Okay, so I'm going to read off some for some people. 
I know, but it's easier right here. So I'm okay. not like making a scrolling sound, Kelly. We were staring right at it. Yeah, but I have it on my little thing too. You know what? You just drink your really hot, spicy tea and you let me be me. It's the right temperature now. Oh, good. It's not as hot as the surface of the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it looks like this is the eight most haunted places in Duluth. Um, so number eight is Duluth Denfield Denfield Auditorium. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. Um, one of the most haunted places in Duluth, Minnesota, is said to be the Duluth Denfield Auditorium. A high school band, all of them, the whole marching band was murdered. They were all set on fire and they burned. Yes. The story linked to this location says that a former teacher at the school died there and is still lingering. The spirit is this, this, hello. This is the spirit that is said to hang out backstage, often rearranging backdrops and messing with scripts, props, and costumes. There are also reports of disembodied voices backstage, and if anything is left on the stage overnight, it is always, God, I can't read today. It is almost always tidied away the following morning. However, the teacher is likely not the only spirit here. It is also said that several students have committed suicide, um, both under the stage and by throwing themselves from the balcony. I doubt that's true. I don't. That's, that's right up there with my uh, entire marching band murdered, but not as fun. <laughs> like, they just, I've never heard of that before. No. I mean, it's fun to be have spooky tales, but they they committed suicide under the stage and <laughs> so the balcony? Okay. Yeah. See, Zach Baggins would show up and be like, local rumors. And, you know, then he'd say that. But I'd just be like, no. No, when he's talking about the stuff in the background, do you hear like, ah! Like screams as he's talking and like that music that's playing. Does there's music. There's up? not screams. No? I always like And that. he tries to sound scientific about it too, but serious. <laughs> okay. Um, number seven, the William A. Irvin, Irvine. How do you say that? Irvin? Uh, Irvine? William A. Irvin. Irvin? It's the boat. Yeah, it's the big boat there. Don't they do a haunted house on that boat? And they do. They do a haunted tour. We should do it. Um, so this is another spot that is said to be one of the most haunted places in Duluth, Minnesota. It is best known for being a haunted attraction with live actors over the Halloween season. But few people realize that it is actually genuinely haunted. <laughs> the most common sighting that employees relate is the... Wow, this person writing this is not writing this correctly. Okay. <laughs> is that a lady in white has been seen walking around... It's always a lady in white walking around something. It's like... Yeah. That's part of the reason white. that I'm very skeptical of this shit. It's, it's, like, it's always a white lady in white... Um, she is usually up on the deck and is dressed in period clothing. So is she dressed in, like, time period clothing? Or she just has her, like, laundry period <laughs> clothes on? She's like, laundry day, period time. <laughs> well, it, it is a white gown, so I'm going to say it's got, you know, stains. <laughs> Nobody has ever been able to identify who she is or why she is tied to the vessel. There's also said to be a former captain who is still overseeing his ship. His shipped. shipped. His ship. He is often seen in a captain's chair and is said to be angry that the ship remains in dock and is no longer seaworthy. There are, um, there are another two men haunting the ship. One sticks to the front of the ship and apparently does not understand what has happened to him, while the other sticks to the rear <laughs> of the ship and has confirmed that he died after falling from a ladder. This man's remaining family have confirmed that it is how he died, but say that there was always something un untoward, untoward, untoward about his death, which could be why he has stayed there. Okay, sure. Um, number six, Anger Tower. Have you ever been? There? I know you've been to Anger. Oh, the Witch's Tower. I don't so. know what that is. You know? Oh, no. Anger Tower. Um, I've been there a few times and climbed to the top and almost had what I felt was a cardiac arrest. Climbing up all those stairs. Because of the ghosts? Um, no, because it was like eight 
I think stories high or something. And we were just walking and walking. And I was like, <laughs> and I got to the top. One of the most well-known haunted places in Duluth is Anger Tower. There is a local legend that a man committed suicide in 1948 by jumping headfirst off the fifth level of the Anger Tower. He died immediately upon impact, and although his corpse was discovered just a few hours later, he was never actually identified. Okay. Perhaps this is why he feels bound to the tower where he died. Visitors to Anger Tower say that they have seen the man on the fifth floor of the tower before they enter. However, when they reach the top, he is no longer there. Since there is no exit, this has baffled many visitors. I have never seen him. Mm-hmm. I've been there a few times. I have never noticed him there. And uh, But yeah, I guess he jumped. Um, the next place is the depot. The depot has been, this is number five, the depot has been the focus of a number of paranormal investigations over the years, and some compelling evidence has been collected there, including several EVPs. Mm. Did Zach go? I don't know. We should look that up. There has been an apparition caught on video walking um, walking on the train in the museum area. There are lots of different stories concerning who the spirits might be that are haunting the museum, and most of them have some kind of connection to the trains. Mm. <laughs> Griggs Hall, University of Minnesota Duluth. Rumor has it that Greg's Hall over on the University of Minnesota Duluth campus has a haunted bathroom. That's great. <laughs> okay. I already like this one best. <laughs> There's not just one, but two ghosts said to make their home there. They are both believed to be former students who died of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> the spirits manifest mainly in the form of sounds and smells. Oof. Witnesses have reported hearing moaning, cursing, and retching sounds, and smelling a really foul aroma. I mean, I, I like the idea of a poop smell ghost in a bathroom. <laughs> like, that is great. Though it's probably just like a bad septic system. I like that it's like drunk frat boys that are the ghosts. Like, yeah, that's yeah, like, that's great. It's just like two dudes like, oh, man. Oh, man. They're like, oh, I hear Chad again. Right. <laughs> Chad and Ryan are back. <laughs> Dude, can you hand me a towel? When will they rest? Ugh, no rest for the Chads. Um, number three is Glensheen Mansion. I've been there. Me too, I've been there a few times. So for those who aren't aware of the murders that happened there, Glensheen Mansion sits on Lake Superior. It was originally built in 1905 by the Congdon family and it is now listed on the National Register of Historic Places. However, it is a house that has seen its share of tragedy. The ghost of Elizabeth Congdon is said to be wandering the mansion, messing around with the lights. The library is, a, um, is apparently a hotspot, perhaps because Elizabeth loved to read in life. Many visitors have reported seeing a hazy white mist drifting between the stacks. There have also been reports of disembodied screams coming from the house after dark. And there was one occasion when a woman in period clothing again, (laughs) laundry day, appeared in a photograph taken on the stairs during the promotional photo shoot. The mansion is now owned by the University of Minnesota and regular tour hours are offered. I have been there. They don't talk about the murders on the tour. No, they don't. I heard though, like last, like two years ago, um, they were starting to talk about it during, if you go there in October, Mm -hmm. they give you kind of like a spooky tour, I guess. Um, later in the day where they will talk about it. That's what I heard. I'd rather go on a spooky tour. Me too. I was disappointed there was no murder talk in the tour. I know. It's kind of... I'm like, you should talk about it. Mm-hmm. You should have spooky... Like, people will pay, will pay good money for that. Yeah. I mean, I don't even believe in this shit, and I go on all sorts of spooky tour shit. I know. Which is so funny. You're like, I love Another tours. cool thing I did in San Antonio, which you can do too, there's scientific explanations. It's not... Um, like a paranormal thing but it's billed as um there's this set of train tracks and the local lore is that a bunch of school children were in a bus that got hit by the train um okay that did not happen but um that is the explanation for it and that this train track railroad crossing is haunted by the children and if you put your car in neutral on the train tracks 
um, it'll roll off mm-hmm. because there's a, it appears to be level. It isn't. There's a slight grade that's enough to pull most cars forward where you will roll off with no force behind it. And um, if you do it at night, which is the time you're supposed to do it, um, they say that fingerprints show up mm-hmm. on the back of, you know, like the back of your car, yeah. which is also true, but that's because of condensation at night and the oils of your fingers stay there. Um, it's the same reason why, like, if you fog up your windows and, like, put a handprint on there. But the if next it's time a totally dry night, you're not going to get condensation on your car. So how do you explain that? <laughs> well, the dust also would do that. Like, whenever it's perfectly dry, like, dust is also... <laughs> so what someone needs to do is put a bunch of baby powder all over their car and then see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's not... They'd have to wash their car and then put baby powder Would they on wash it. it or wash it? Wash it, yes. Okay. They'd wash it. That's what I was wondering. Um, don't wash it, you gotta wash I, it. I don't... Do they say it that way in Texas? Wash? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, gotta wash. You know, however they say it in Texas, they gotta <laughs> do that, then baby powder it, then do it. But we did it and tested it, and yeah, you know, it it was as described, which was a cool trick, but described by science. Debunked. Kelly just doesn't want to believe. Well, so far, my Marie Laveau wish is coming true. Oh, okay. Um, I I think it was three years ago, mm-hmm. I went to New Orleans for Halloween. No, she went to Nolens. Nolens. Um, I went there. Um, I went on some haunted tours there. You know, they've got a lot of ghost tours you can go on, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. Like, colorful stories anyway. And you get to see some pretty buildings and hear about the history of the city. And people who have died there, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Whether there are ghosts or not, I didn't see anything that made me believe in any ghosts, but there is a very cute old lady doing the tour. Um, but the Marie Laveau tomb wasn't part of it. There's a separate tour for Cemetery 2, which is what it's called, and it's like a really creepy old cemetery. What I did is I broke in at night after it's closed because it's like walled off at night. But there's this one part where it's like a little busted in the wall, and you can climb up in the broken spot and like right on the other side of the wall is the top of a mausoleum that's kind of like got some busted pieces next to it that you can use just like stairs Mm -hmm. um there are cockroaches everywhere if you do this um and you do have to watch because usually there's a cop that kind of like walks around it Mm -hmm. but as long as they're not on the side you just get in there Mm -hmm. um which is what i did (laughs) um nicholas cage's future tomb is also in there Okay. Um, it's a white marble pyramid thing, and there are lipstick kisses from crazy women on it. Um, and and also, like, every surface is covered in cockroaches. Uh, so you go, you find your t- her tomb, and you bring a gift. Mm-hmm. And you leave it there, and there's, like, tons of bullshit people have left. Um, there are some crust punk kids who are going in there as well at the time to steal booze that had been left there and drink it. Um... But anyway, I brought a pair of my earrings. I put them there. And um, you know those, like, copper ones where it's a bunch of them? Mm -hmm. I took out a couple of those and put them on there. Mm. Um, So, and then you make a wish. You know, whatever it is you are wishing for. And I'm not, I I don't think you're supposed to tell. No. Mine is a 10-year wish, so at least so far it's going well. Um, but who knows? Um, but And then you, like, take a rock and you, like, do three X's on there so you can see it. Mm-hmm. And then you kiss the X's. Okay. To make your wish. And then, it, and there's, you know, those all over it. And if it comes true, you have to find your X's and circle it. Okay. And, you know, so far so good, but... I don't believe in ghosts or anything, but I'm going to do these (laughs) dumb ghost things. Well, it's kind of similar to uh, my goldfish thing with the stock tank. There's one time where I may or may not have been magical. I'm sure there's a scientific explanation, but just in case... um, So my donkey would like to take the heat float out of the stock tank and set it on the ground so that if one of the horses was drinking, they weren't in his way. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but then the stock tank would freeze and i had goldfish in there to help keep the stock tank clean because they'd eat all the crud from the bottom so i had three goldfish in the stock tank at that time mm-hmm. and uh their names were conan o'brien Vladimir Putin and Medvedev, who was at the time president of Russia when Putin for a while wanted to pretend like he wasn't. Um, So, you know, those three are in there. Stock tank freezes entirely, just block of ice. And I come out there to fill up the stock tank. I see that it's frozen and I'm like, well, I'm going to have to, you know, thaw this and get the dead fish out of there. And so I chipped them out and I'm holding the first one, Conan O'Brien, in my hand. And I'm thinking, you know, should I bring this in the house and flush it or throw it away? Or could I just throw it out into the field? Because I thought, well, something could eat it, but maybe it's disrespectful to this fish I've had for like a year to just toss his carcass. Mm-hmm. Um but nicer for the local wildlife. So I'm trying to decide what I want to do this, and I'm holding it in my bare hand. And as it is warmed by my hand, it starts to move again Mm -hmm. and was just fine, even Mm -hmm. though it had been frozen solid for, like, 24 hours. And I think there is a scientific explanation for that. I think there is, too. I just wanted to be... You are not Gandhi. Well, <laughs> I, he didn't have any magical powers. Well, some people thought so. He just did a hunger strike and, you know, got them to remove the caste system in India. Hey, you know, some but, people think he's magical. Well, he's not. Um, You're not Dumbledore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I did this with each of the goldfish. and Maybe it was your native spirit powers. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know what it was. Did you then do like a chant like, hmm? I didn't, Um, but what I did was I put them down in, you know, I was already putting water in it because there wasn't that much ice left in there. And, you know, once I chipped them out, I just like dumped it over and let all the ice chips fall and I refilled it and I dumped them in there and they were fine. Like Mm -hmm. they lived like, I think Conan O'Brien lived for another year, but his scales were never normal. They were never the same. You're never the, you've never no, been the like same. No, like he kind of had like he had like zombie scales from like having them be frozen yeah. and stuff. So it was like all weird. Did you raise um, them up and then sing the Lion King song? No, oh, I just okay. dumped them in there and then I made sure with the hand that I had been holding it in that I didn't touch anything going back into the house, even like the doorknobs, anything like that. And I made sure the next thing I touched was guava, just in case I had some sort of life mojo <laughs> magic. <laughs> But she doesn't I wanted him, to, yes, but I believe in guava enough that it's like, you know, <laughs> on the off that. chance I, you know, have some temporary magic going, <laughs> I want him to benefit from it. <laughs> oh, dear. And he's 13 now, so. That's young for a cat. Cats live to be 9 million years old. Well, he's 13 and he's like never had to go to the vet for anything wrong with him. Good. It was your magical fish powers. Probably. <laughs> um, back to my list, because we always get off track. Um, number two haunted place in Duluth is the Duluth International Airport, of all places. Oh, I assumed Glensheen would be number one. No, not, no. The sanitarium is number one. Oh. So the International Airport... Um, just like I just said, when you think of haunted places, an airport is not really the first place that you would usually think of. However, that does not change the fact that the, the Duluth International Airport is one of the most haunted places in Duluth. It is apparently haunted by the ghost of a lady who was murdered nearby. I wonder if she's wearing white. In clothing. clothing. Security guards have seen the woman on a number of occasions, and she has also been known to set off the security alarms and make doors open and close by themselves. It has been suggested that the reason why she haunts the airport is that her killer ran there to hide after stabbing her, and and now she is forever searching for him in order to seek her revenge upon him. Hmm. Wearing white. Yeah. Period clothes. <laughs> the number one is called the, okay, I don't know how to say this, noping. How? Let's see it. Noping. Nopiming. Nopim. Nopiming. No, it's noping. N-O-P-M-I-N-G. No ping. 
there's an M in there. Where is yeah, no, where are you saying that M? No ping. Nope. Ma- oh yeah. Nope. Ma- no. There we go. Piming. No piming. Okay. No piming. Dopamine. Yes. Nope. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Sanit- <laughs> Sanit- Sanatorium. <laughs> All right. So the Nopaming Sanatorium is a place that has been a huge amount that has seen a huge amount of death. Not only did thousands of patients lose their lives due to tuberculosis, but there was also several who committed suicide by throwing themselves from the balconies. In fact, they eventually had to install metal bars in order to stop suicides. It is believed that the spirits of both the TB victims and the suicides are now haunting the abandoned sanatorium. Nopaming was originally built in early 1900s as a tuberculosis hospital, but it is also operated as a nursing home right up until the until it was abandoned in 2002. That's a creepy nursing home. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance that there are also some spirits here from elderly people who died in the nursing home. Some of the paranormal activity that has been reported here includes... The TV turns on when Jeopardy is on every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and you can hear the sound of bingo dobbers at night. <laughs> and, and when and they turn on when Golden Girls comes on. And you can hear coughing. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the sounds of pudding being ate. <laughs> and dentures being taken out. <laughs> you can hear Alka-Seltzer tablets fizzing. You can hear um, adult diapers un, like, opening up. There um, has blah, 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 reported, including shadow figures in the tunnels, disembodied laughter, <laughs> and moaning, screaming, and other unexplained noises. The hospital was recently featured on an episode of paranormal television series Ghost Adventures. Yes. <laughs> Who are the first paranormal investigators to have been granted access to the property? You'll have to see if you can find that one. My best friend, Zach Baggins. It is not currently open to the public, but it is possible to arrange tours via the owners. Dude. Oh. Well, we should go. Yes. We should, like, go Tell up there. Tell them we know Zach Baggins and we'll get right in. <laughs> we should be, like, going up there sometime. We should. Um, most of the people who have paid to visit the nope. Nopaming Sanitarium agree that it is very sad atmosphere, which makes sense since there has been so much pain and suffering in the property over the years. We need to go to that one. And we need to wear our period clothes. <laughs> we need to wear in white and period clothes. Now, another haunted place um, that people talk about is the Anoka um, Asylum. Yes. Anoka State Hospital. Now, they have a new, they have a new building on the site. So for people going, they want to look at them. The new building is not what we're talking about. It's the cottages in the back. There's like 13 of them, and they're all in a circle. And um, they have creepy, weird names too. If anyone, if you've ever like looked at them, they have like just strange, like Cronin, and like that's a weird name to me, just like mm-hmm. weird. And they have tunnels underneath. They have tunnels. Now there's a lot of not true stories about the Noga State Hospital that I that I've read. Um, I know so much about it because I grew up around it and my mom worked there and my dad worked there and my uncle worked there. My mom still works there, but she works in the, the new part, but she did work in the old part as well. So I've been inside there and I've been in the tunnels when I was younger. So a lot of people like to say that the, um, patients would go in the tunnels and they would get lost and they would like commit suicide because they were so scared. However, the tunnels go in a complete circle. There isn't any hallways are weird things that they could get lost in it's just one big circle and each um has a door to each building so they're not going to go down a weird hallway and get lost in a maze literally a circle with a door to each cottage so they're Mm -hmm. not going to get lost so that's kind of like that didn't happen if they went down there and committed suicide on their own because they just were sad and they committed suicide that that's one thing but people are like they got lost down there and they committed suicide it's like it's a fucking circle it's not even a big circle it's literally <laughs> the circle of the place that you can walk in five minutes so that's just not a, a true thing for getting lost down there um people have said that they've because they're clo- most of them are closed down now there's some that are like boarded up and they're like we, we got we went in there at night and there was like blood on the walls and like all and it's like that's not true there isn't anything in those buildings anymore because they were like we, we saw beds and 
all this stuff in there and it's like well all that stuff is gone and it's been gone for years so people didn't really see that stuff so they can stop saying that they saw that and they didn't get in there it's very hard it's hard to get in there and I'm sure I'm sure someone has gotten in there before but it's hard to get in there that's constantly patrolled I even get side eyes when I'm there doing photos because I go I can you can do photos there. I just can't go in or don't go up towards the buildings because then people are like what are you doing there but you know they usually leave me alone because I have a camera and a model dressed in period clothing. <laughs> so so we're good to go. But that's a cool place to go at night and walk around. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. I have went there to do some ghost hunting. I wanted to get out and do it, but I was afraid. I don't like to trespass because I'm one of those people. And but I didn't, I'm not one of those people. I know. You will trespass. I didn't want to get in trouble because I like shooting out there during the day. And I didn't want them to be like, you can't come back here ever again. Because I love going over there just for, like, relaxing walks in the fall when it's, like, like 60 out or less. Mm-hmm. Or, and I put my hoodie on and I'm warm. And so I don't want to be getting in trouble. And my mom works there. And I didn't want them. <laughs> Even though it's owned by the count, like the county now, those parts, and then away from the state hospital. But I still just didn't. I don't want to get in trouble. Okay, I abide by the rules. She is a rule follower. Even when we cross the street, she's like, there's no cars coming, but we can't cross. You know what? Accidents happen. Have you seen Meet Joe Black? Do you see how many times he got hit by a car? Watch how you walk across the street. Yeah, but then I could become deaf. So, well, (laughs) you're really... Well, if you want to. I don't know why. Um, so... Now, that was just Duluth, but there's a couple places um, I can quickly go through for other parts of Minnesota. Um, I guess one of the places is, I'm just, hold on a second, I'm scrolling. Oh, city pages closed. There we go. Um, First Avenue is known to be haunted. Did you know that? I've been there a bunch of times, and I I have heard some foul odors. (laughs) Um, Well, this is um, First Avenue as... Uh, a cool place. Everyone should know. If they're from Minnesota, you know what First Ave is. It is one of Minnesota's more grisly spirits. It is of a blonde woman in a green jacket who supposedly hanged herself in the fifth stall of this legendary music venue's bathroom. She'll sometimes reveal herself still hanging to unlucky patrons. Workers... There's not really anything to hang yourself from there. No, they don't have the like things across the stall at the top. Well, like the door, but like. Hey, you know what? I'm just reading it's this. It's just badly over your head. I don't think you could. Because you could tippy toes it. I mean, you could hang. I could hang myself from that doorknob. So, really. To be honest. You need gravity. Like, if I tied a belt around my neck and slumped down and leaned forward, I could choke myself in that. Yeah, but that wouldn't be hanging. That'd well, be asphyxia. Shut up. Um, workers have dubbed her a lesser known, workers have dubbed a, oh, a lesser known spirit, um, Slippy, who makes a balloon appear and float up and down the staircase. Are you sure this isn't Pennywise? Right. <laughs> like, are you sure? Well, and they don't even have the original staircases because it was renovated, you know, maybe like 12 years ago. And, yeah. uh. So, does the ghost follow the renovation, or is that one of the things they renovated? No more, no more clown ghost. Yeah, I don't know. The club is also the site of plenty of unexplained equipment malfunctions and destruction, which either means the spirits are restless or they make very good rock star scapegoats. <laughs> I wonder which one I think is. I know you're like this. There's an explained thing. So now we have the Wabasha Street Caves. I'm sure you've heard they're haunted. Yeah, I've been there. Or if you use a GPS, she says, Wabasha. (laughs) During Prohibition, the caves hosted delinquent degenerates, such as John Dillinger and Ma Barker, um, at its speakeasy. People write things really weird sometimes. Like, that doesn't make sense. Anyways. Heather's just learning to read. You need to bear with it. I'm just learning. But not everyone left... But not everyone left dancing in Charleston. The caves are said to be haunted by three gangsters who were massacred in a back room and buried under the cement floors. Owner Donna 
Bremer says her employees and guests have seen figures dressed in suits from the 20s and strange mist floats through the halls. A ghost bartender refills wine glasses and the apparition of a madam named Nina Clifford appears and disappears in full period costume. Yep, of course. So this probably doesn't make sense to somebody, but there's like actual in the caves. There's actually like a bar restaurant place like in the cave. Yeah. That, so that's where they're seeing these ghosts. Not just the random other caves that are there. There's not suddenly, like, you walk in and, and there's you, a bar. And you shouldn't go in there. <laughs> no. Because every year, like, some dumbass suffocates because there's not enough air in there. And they're crawling around where there's no air. Yeah, so, you know, be careful. If you're going to go in there, um, don't. So. And they're um, limestone, so they can cave in on you and stuff. It's, you know, just I have very, been in there. Um, I went Very into, crumbly. By one of the, so by the taco house. There, you could walk up. It was hard to walk up in there, but I did a shoot up in there. Like, we didn't go far into the cave. Yeah. It was just, like, right there. It was pretty cool. Gray Cloud Island. Have you ever heard of that place? No. This strange island near Cottage Grove has the highest concentration of Native American burial mounds in the country. Hmm. Today, it is sparsely populated by a community that does not take too kindly to ghost seekers. Some report being run off the island by a disgruntled resident in a white truck. Despite the locals' objections, there are plenty of weird tales that come back from Grey Cloud. Some say they've seen floating orbs of light. Others report a translucent ghost motorcyclist riding down the island's um, undeveloped roads. And still, others see a young woman mourning over a deceased infant child. There is a church camp in the island, and many believe it's a religious cult or a cover for the KKK. Hmm. Hmm. Lots of rumors for this place, I guess. Yes. Um, but if we went there, I would, you're native, so you could just, like, say, I'm native, and then they'd be like, okay, you may go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They let, they let you in. Well, I think it's white people who are running people off. You think so? It sounds like it. Really, really does. Yeah, I mean, if it's, you know, a cover for the KKK, that would be, you know. Well, and, you know, driving around a white pickup truck. <laughs> like, I haven't really seen anyone in my mom's side of the family driving a white pickup truck, but my dad's side of the family, <laughs> there's a few white pickup trucks. Not that my dad would run anybody off an island or anything. He doesn't care what you're doing. <laughs> That's weird, though. I've never heard of Great Cloud Island. I'd like. To, I'm going to look Google Map that shit later. I think that sounds interesting. Let's see what it looks like. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go there, but the, sorry, people, I'm scrolling. Yeah. I don't advocate going there. If there are burial mounds, you should stay away from them. Leave them alone. Yeah. Because that's how you're respectful. I mean, haven't you all seen Poltergeist? Hmm. Yeah. We don't want you that to have. Okay. Skeleton pool. Another haunted place in Minnesota. Uh, there's. Someone I used to be friends with, um, who I'm not mm-hmm. now, because um, she's dumb. Uh, she lived in an apartment building above Spy House on Nicollet, and she swore it was haunted because her cupboards would open in the middle of the night. But, uh, you know, she had cats that jump on the counters and mm-hmm. stuff, and also it's an apartment building. So a movement... In another unit could totally, you know, open a cupboard or something. Maybe. Maybe Kelly and her cats, you know, the source of everything. Well, she also believed in... so... She also believed in, like, crystals. (laughs) Carried crystals in her pocket. She'd be like, I have hematite in my pocket to keep me grounded. Um, Hey, my mom puts one in her boob to keep her grounded, okay? Yeah, your mom's adorable, you know. It's a crackpot (laughs) idea, but your mom's adorable anyway. Um, um, but they, they also have terrible landlords there. So don't live in that apartment building, whether it's haunted or not. And the parking sucks. Okay. I won't do that. Um, one more we'll talk about is the Fitzgerald theater. Most. It's haunted the, by the ghost of Garrison Keeler. It could be. Because they don't do Prairie Home. He doesn't do <laughs> Prairie Home Companion anymore. Most of the unexplained phenomenon that happen at the 100-year-old theater are blamed on a stagehand named Ben, who died in the 40s. 
killed by Garrison. <laughs> <laughs> Workers complain they hear Ben's ghost dropping beer bottles. His shadow is seen moving up and down the workings. And a cold chill is felt near an entrance to the theater that has long been blocked off. Though Ben is supposedly harmless, one story says he nearly killed two workers by dropping a huge chunk of plaster on them from the catwalks. That's, I'm guessing the chunk of plaster just fell. Well, I that, mean, that really sounds like part of Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> and Ben, like is he, do you think Ben is the other um, frat boy from the college? ghost and he goes there and moonlights well he does you know drop bottles yeah he drinks beer bottles and he's like i wonder if he's wearing period clothing well i'm sure the college boys are wearing period clothing too from like uh 1997 (laughs) so you know they're just uh Wearing khaki shorts, cargo shorts, <laughs> and uh, socks that are um, in yep. those slides, those like Nike slide sandals. Yep, yep. and a, a visor. Yep. So yeah, so there's some spooky talk in some places if people want to go. I'm sure there's lots of other places, but like that would be like a super long podcast of me just reading all these places. Is it arm story time? Oh yeah, I mean it's not a ghost story, but it's pretty gross and cool. I had yeah. the. The scary story. It's appropriate for Halloween. There are yeah. no ghosts involved yet. No, not yet. And you don't so live m- out there anymore. Yeah, so, you don't so know. maybe the old house is super haunted. I also, you know, there are places I didn't go after this happened because it was upsetting to me. But I was. it was fall. It was about this time of year. And it was a few years ago when I still lived on the farm. And it was before work, so it was in the morning. And I was out feeding and watering my horses and we had just taken our bloodborne pathogens and cbr class for work and my farm was right on the freeway and i hear like tires squealing and i look up towards the road and i can see a car with a state trooper patrol car behind it flashing its lights at it and it's going the wrong way on the freeway and Uh-oh. the cops trying to flag it down and it head on collided with another car and that's never good guys no it, it was not good um and you know on the freeway so it was very hard crash at high speeds and uh so they hit and one of the cars not the person who had been driving the wrong way um, crashed into the ditch right next to my mailbox. And there were pretty deep ditches because it was out in the country where there, you know, usually like water and cattails in them, those kind of ditches. And not cattails, like actual cattails. Yeah, there's many cats <laughs> there running like, around. like house cats' um, tails cut off in there. And my driveway had this curve in it, so I didn't see the car immediately. I knew that it had... We're Tisha. That's my dog, everyone. She's playing with Kelly. Um, Morticia, I <laughs> take your seen Go lay down. Where the car had went, I knew it had gone in that direction, but because of the bend in my driveway, I hadn't seen that part yet. And as I, you know, go down the driveway to see if you know there's anything I can do to help here, um, I go around the bend. I see the car, and as I approach it, I'm looking at the car, and my foot hits something in my little gravel driveway. And it is a fucking arm with the sleeve still on it. <laughs> it was like, you know, a flannel plaid shirt. Like this has been an old guy, that, like a like... grandpa shirt. Ugh. And the, it was just like a fucking arm. And it was like, you know, 30 feet maybe from where the car was. The door was hanging open. The guy was like slumped, hanging out, seatbelt on. Like you could tell this person was definitely dead. Like I did not need to go down there to check because it was just clear that the, that was not happening. Um, so my foot did the touch this severed arm, which was Ugh. very upsetting for me. And uh, I went to look in the other car and it was like crumpled shut too much to like open it mm-hmm. and the state trooper was there and asked me if I'd seen it so I had to like tell him about the accident there was a couple other people who had stopped on the road um 
because they had witnessed it too and they make you stay to give a statement once they um, do that and uh he i had to tell him there was an arm in my driveway <laughs> he was like oh did you see it? i was like yeah i came out but um and i live in that house right there it's like um the, that guy's arm it's in the driveway and he was like oh you didn't touch it did you and i was like well like my foot touched it because i didn't see it he's like you didn't move it did you? i was like it moved a little bit <laughs> my foot touched it but i didn't like pick it up right i was like but if you could like get that out of my driveway as soon as possible please he's like no we gotta leave it so they can like you know take photos of the scene and stuff so there's an arm in my driveway for a few hours and you couldn't leave no, I couldn't leave. Um, they pulled up the fire truck. Because mm-hmm. if you ever see a fire truck in front of an accident, it means there's like a dead person hanging out. And they don't want you gawking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just pulled it up. Like they weren't, the fire department weren't doing anything. They were just blocking the view. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did use like this hydraulic thing like normal people call it the jaws of life but people in ems apparently don't call it that and think that's dumb uh, <laughs> and so they call like, it the hydraulic thingy well it's the hydraulic something i can't remember but, but um you know it just uses hydraulic power to like pry the car open um and then a helicopter came parked right on the road because they had to cordon off that Were part both of the road dead? No, the person who um, caused the accident was not responsive, but they weren't dead. They were mm-hmm. helicoptered out to the hospital. I don't know if they died later or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but later on, there were still like little bits of that car after they cleared everything out in that like watery muck in the bottom of that ditch. So I just didn't go to my mailbox anymore. <laughs> like the post office people called me. And we're like, um, your house is not going to be, like, homesteaded anymore if you don't get your mail. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I can come down there and get my mail. I only get it once, like, once a month when that shit's really full. Because I don't like going down there because I touched a dead person's arm in front of that mailbox. And I don't like going there anymore. Mm-hmm. And the lady was very understanding. She's like, you know what? We'll have the carrier just bring it up to the house. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, it was a small town, so it was nice that way. But, uh, yeah, so there was an arm in my yard, and I was very upset, not in the, like... Like, the only reason I was upset about seeing a dead person was because it's, like, where I live and I sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't be dead here. I I live here. <laughs> Sir? So this is... <laughs> Sir? You can't be dead where so I've got to live. I know you're dead, but if you could just be alive for a moment and I could just push your car down the street, we'd be good. Right, like, if it had been, like, a block away, like, down at the intersection, like, not in my actual yard, or at, like, the Super America or Mm -hmm. something, wouldn't have been a problem. (laughs) Um, But where I live, I was just like, no, no, you can't do that where I live. And now, since that guy's dead, he's forever haunting the place looking for his arm. Yeah. And period clothing. And opening and closing the mailbox. (laughs) Just constantly. And period clothing from like five years ago. All in white. And a mist following him. In a white plaid old man shirt. Because they were both old people. Oh. Um, They think maybe the lady was like either having some sort of cardiac event where she couldn't control her car or she had like Alzheimer's or something. We didn't understand what was going on. Okay. But unfortunate event. Um, yeah. You never saw the guy, like, waving at you with his arm? Like, <laughs> like, no. like it style? I mean, like, I didn't try to hang out at the mailbox after that, so it could have been haunted. I just didn't like to be reminded, like, oh, last time I was walking here, there was a fucking arm in the <laughs> driveway. Did you feel bad? Like, did you feel weird energy every time you kind of passed that area? No, I just remembered stuff that grossed me out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting my mail. There's, like, the part of that guy's headlight whose arm I touched with my foot. Like, That's creepy. And then I could remember, like, the really unnatural way he was hanging out of the car. It was just not good. It's not so a good thing. Blood. No. Oh. 
which is weird because his fucking arm came off. Mm-hmm. But no, there wasn't really a lot of blood. And maybe I just don't remember that part because, like, the parts that were upsetting to me is there's just an arm laying around. And there wasn't any blood between the arm and the guy. It was just, like, you know, like it was, like, a Halloween prop just sitting in the yard just by itself. Weird. I would have been, like, on one knee, like, searching, like, looking at it, like, kicking it over, taking a look. See, I was trying to make sure I couldn't save anyone's life at the time with my new CPR skills. Oh, right, right. So you're like, I'll save you, and you ran, and he was like, oh, you're dead, never mind. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, don't need to be over there, and then I went to the other car. Okay. Uh, to see if I could, you know, get that person out. And you couldn't. No, it was it was like a smushed pop candy. I said, you couldn't get in there. And you were like, what do I do? And you just spun around screaming, what? Yeah, and I said something, like, really, like, dumb. I was like, I have one of those things you can stick in between the window and stuff. And he's like, yeah, even if you could get it unlocked, it's not going to open. <laughs> I'm just trying to be helpful, man. Right, and I'm sure, you know, like, he could have smashed, you know, the window with his nightstick. They're mm-hmm. just like, no, we have better ways of opening this. But I was just, like, you know, dumbly looking for a reason to help, and I'm sure I was in the way. Probably. You're like, I want to I wanna be in the papers. I didn't want to be in the papers. young woman. Same. I was just like, yeah, uh, I'll handle this if you get rid of the fucking arm in my yard. We got to keep that arm there, ma'am. Yeah, I didn't. All night. I didn't like it. I wouldn't have been sleeping there if they left the arm there overnight. You would have been too creeped up by that. And arm. I had to call work and be like, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm going to be late. And it was like four hours late because mm-hmm. it's like I can't get out of the driveway because there's a fire truck and a helicopter and an arm. preventing me from leaving the property well that's gross yep and um this concludes our podcast i think it was a fun one maybe i don't know we carry on sometimes i wonder if people have like stopped listening by now i don't know i would want to hear about the arm yeah i guess and i want to hear about the spooky place in minnesota too because i'm yeah. like yeah that sounds good except for me just learning to read recently <laughs> like, <laughs> well good just, for you i also good. think sometimes when people are typing up it's never too articles, late i think that they weird like i think that's typos and i'm like that doesn't make sense yes so it's not just me okay and it it's never too late for literacy <laughs> you're a dick <laughs> All right, well, goodbye, everyone, and uh, we'll yeah. be watching you sleep. We will be. Hush, hush. Here comes the boogeyman. Don't let him come too close to you. He'll catch you if he can. Just pretend your teddy bear's a dog. Then shout out, fetch him, Teddy, and he'll hop off like a frog.